0: today on Laura Lynn and Friends.
1: I actually welcome all the crazy laws. As counterintuitive as that sounds, but the more craziness and ridiculous laws, maybe the faster people will wake up and take action. How many laws that are intended to enslave you will you tolerate? 2,000? Because we know how that story ended. Understand history and start pushing back before it's too late. Enough with the polite, nice, docile, useless Canadian attitude. Fight and stand up for what is right.
2: Alexander, have you heard about him? Amazing young man. He is here and uh, he decided he would stand up for girls' spaces in his Catholic school. The Catholic school would not stand with a young man that wanted the girls' bathroom to be a private space for girls. Let that sink in. We have a problem and so then as he's fought more and more he ended up getting uh arrested and all kinds of things and he's way better at telling this story than i am so josh alexander would you come on up here
3: Um, it's, it's certainly uh, nice to see such a big crowd, even almost a year later. I remember I was at this venue for the last Great Canadian Awakening. And uh, you know, I, I've been told by uh, different media managers who I've crossed paths with many times that a story such as my own that's in a news cycle will die immediately. And I was told this three days after my first arrest. Yet here I am still a year later almost coming up on the anniversary of the original suspension I received for stating the truth. And we're still here reaching students all across the country. And there's a very simple reason why we're able to so efficiently get our message across the country. And that's because we're doing something as young people that many refuse to do. And that's telling the truth. The truth is something that many will ignore, they're afraid of it. There's a verse in Proverbs that talks about how he who tells the truth brings justice, and he who lies brings deceit and injustice. And that's what we're seeing in our world right now. Everything, that every social issue is based on a lie. It's all about powers that be infiltrating and influencing the people and convincing them and tricking them into believing a lie. And unfortunately, in the schools, a lot of what we're seeing is the issue of gender ideology, abortion, and any other social political issue. So today, honestly, my message is quite simple, but it's a message that is able to reach everybody from young to old. And it's just simply tell the truth, because as young people, to tell the truth will will cost you something at any age, but especially at my age, when you're looking to get an education or to start a life, get a family. Um, Again, that's another controversial one, starting a family young, but that's something I also believe in, but, thank you. But, But I think that for all the generations before us need to embrace the truth and lead by example and show young people how it's done. We also, as Christians, need to show the lost world that not only do we believe the gospel, and not just the easy parts of it, but the offensive part, we need to bring back the offense of the cross. It's not easy to go into a lost world and tell everybody that we're wretched sinners sprinting towards eternal damnation, but it's the truth. And not many are willing to say it. So how do you find the truth? I think it's quite simple, as everything else has been. You look into the Word of God. We've been given a manual on how to live out our lives. I was in a meeting with my school board. They were deciding whether I'd be allowed to return to class, and this was uh, early, this was at the end of the summer. Um, I've been kicked out since November 22nd of 2022, um, and the school board asked me, will I comply with the principal's directions? And I told him, I believe in authority, I believe it's a biblical principle, I will obey authority until it breaks my moral code, or until it goes against the Word of God. And they asked me, they said, so at what point do you believe that we've uh, broken your moral code or obstructed the Word of God? And uh, I mean, when when you're looking at a principal and an entire school board who refuses to open the Word of God and debate with me, I've offered many times on the issue, forget the politics, forget all of it. I said, just open the word and we'll go through it and we'll decide how many sexes there are, how many genders there are. We'll go through the whole thing, start to finish. I told them, bring your priest, bring your bishop, bring anybody, I'm willing to do it. I'm not a Catholic, but I'm willing to take them on. I know that we both read a very similar book and uh, they're afraid of it. Why? Because what they rely on is not the truth and they're afraid. Because they're afraid to embrace the truth because the cost is high, and that means they have a weak argument. We're fighting weak, pathetic cowards. It should be an easy victory, wouldn't you think? So anyways, thank you. I believe, as Christians, we can all agree, our number one goal on this earth is to fulfill the Great Commission. We're to go into the world and give the gospel. We're in a world of lost people. We were all lost at one point, and I'm sure many in this room still are. And we need to point them towards salvation, towards Jesus Christ, towards the cross, towards forgiveness. And uh, how are we supposed to expect the world to believe our instructions when we refuse to embrace the rest of the truth, when we live on a lie or allow a lie to take place? So telling the truth doesn't just mean talking about salvation. It doesn't just mean not lying in a conversation. It means telling the truth on every level. Abortion is murder. Sex before marriage is wrong. Starting a family at a young age is good. Pornography is not real sex. Taxation without representation is theft. All of it. Every level. We need to embrace the truth as a people, as a nation, the entire world. That's the only way we'll ever win. So as we go, I just want all of us to reflect on our lives and look and see where we're compromising. At what point are we allowing a lie to be told and not standing up and not telling the truth and by our silence and by our complacency leading people astray. If we all start to tell the truth, we will be able to raise an arrow of champions. Thank you. Just before I go, there's a couple of young guys that are with me today, a couple of members of my crew who I'd like to call up on the stage now. Um, there, there are a few members of Save Canada. I know I get a lot of the recognition for the work that's done across the country, but it's not just me. I mean, I'm sure most of you saw my brother with his blood pouring down his face the other day. Unfortunately, he's not here, but I've got Monty and Adam, two young guys, one of them who's only 13, um, still standing up and still speaking. So just uh, give these guys a hand. Of- first two records back scenes back all night you own know nothing and be happy but this one is gonna make your modified mrna tingle time lies presents greatest schwab's volume 15 a new world
4: order in music one two three four five Also unvaccinated are still alive a little bit of pfizer in my arm a little bit of biotech does no harm a little Johnson Johnson, does a trick A little estersenica so you don't get sick It's booster number five Let's talk about Vex, baby Let's talk about Doc Paul Let's talk about all the weird and counter-side effects, maybe Let's talk about Vex Let's talk about Vex a little little, little. Come and take the 7th shot, a 7th shot is a little luck you can My, 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 Oh! My, 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 You won't have to be rich With CBDC You'll have all you need With central currency We just take your extra wealth And your Cash! And you can walk five hundred steps, but not a single step more Until the curfew activates and all bod stand at your door Just a small town boy drinking genetically mortified hoy This ensures he doesn't co-create Please stop believing. Stop the breeding. We are almost 9 billion people. Please stop believing right now. Feeding starts to rise up.
3: We just made you take it, even if you hate it. Greatest Schwabs, Volume 15. Now available on Spotify, Sir, and MRN Apple Music.
4: I don't care who you are, where you're from. Don't care what you want, you will eat a box. So Willie has what I need.
2: All right, are you excited for the mama bears? All right, (laughs) thank you. All right, so let's welcome out the mama bears. Come on out, it's Pastor Renee McIntyre from Ontario. It is Little Mighty Mouse, Marilyn. And we have the amazing Catherine joining us. And we don't take nobody messing with our cubs. No way. All right. Dr. Ann Gillies is unable to, to join us because she is in Poland. And if any of you know Dr. Ann Gillies, you know that she's written books on the transgender agenda and uh, she's come out. So let me tell you that this all started. We all went away for a weekend. Well, how many years? Was it like 10 years ago? No, five? Oh, 2018. Six? 2018, Yep. so like about 15 years ago. (laughs) And uh, so we went away for a weekend and we all got talking and we started the camera rolling and we called ourselves the mama bears because back then many people didn't even know about this agenda coming into our schools. And uh, we just were so fierce and we called ourselves the mama bears at that time and we wanted to stand up against what's happening. And then recently, Catherine has joined us because Catherine is a force to be reckoned with. Now you may not know her. She's kinda little, just like this one. Uh, But these women are powerful. And I just wanna say thank you to Catherine. You know how everything's running so smooth today? That has nothing to do with me and everything to do with Catherine. All the music, all the wah, wah, wah time. We have all the timing done. All right, and I wanna tell you, just before we get started, because once we get going, it's like, look out, all right? Uh, Pastor Renee has written a book, and it's called Freedom Walker. It's all in the blood. One drop of blood, the Lord Jesus Christ. And she has written a book that is bringing healing, bringing healing and deliverance to people across the world. And in fact, a very prominent judge has said that there's an angel attached to the assignment on this book to bring healing. So we honor that. And you can pick up a book if you'd like her book at the back. But let's get started. So Pastor Renee, maybe just really just kind of kick this off because you were extremely alarmed when all of this began happening in canada and it hasn't gotten better it's gotten a bit worse
5: yeah so i just think it's really important that you know we're here representing mama bears but not just mama bears we are representing everyone everybody should be standing up for this because we are in an alarming season As a pastor, I think it's very important that pastors, by and large, we have got to get on board. We've gotta wake up. We have got to take our assignment and our position, and we've got to be sounding the alarm, and we've got to be raising our people up to be able, not just to get through this, but to thrive in the middle of all of this, and to be able to take territory for the kingdom of God in the midst of this. So it's our job in our respective Uh, places that the Lord has put us to be educating, to be commissioning, to be getting everybody ready to do what they need to do.
2: Amen. And doing that means boots on the ground. And Marilyn, you recently, you got involved with the One Million March, and they talked to her for like 15 minutes, and they're like, could you kind of become like like a key person in it, right?
6: Yes, the Million Person March. I don't know how many of you marched, but thank you very much. (laughs) Appreciate it. I was fortunate enough to be one of the leaders on that. And uh, you know, many at the very beginning said we wouldn't march because it was with the Muslims. And I just begged the Christians, come forward, come forward and march because, and thank God you did because that's what made it successful. It was because the Christians stood up in the end, and I'm so thankful for you. And um, we're still hearing about small cities in Northern Ontario and, and many of the provinces as we didn't even know March. And some cities had two, three thousand people show up and there weren't that many, the cities weren't even that big. So it was a huge success. And if any of you don't know what we're even talking about, uh, this is concerning the SOGI 123, sexual orientation, uh, gender identity, And that's where the teachers are telling your little boys that they can be little girls in the classrooms. And so many parents don't even know that this is going on. And the pornography that is in the classroom is unbelievable. You have got to pay attention. What is in the schools? What is in your library? Get in there. If you see anything, just report it. Go into the libraries and ask the librarian or the teacher for a list of all the books in the library and a copy of the author and find out exactly what your kids are um, looking at and what they are being taught. You will be shocked.
2: Absolutely. And we say very boldly, if your kids are in school, this might be the hour where you say, this far, no further, get your kids out of the schools. They lose tons of money and we have to hurt them where the money is. Get your kids out of school. Parents can collaborate. I mean, it would have been my personal nightmare when my kids were little to think that I was somehow going to be their teacher, you know, when I in fact needed one. And so, but here's the thing, tons of curriculum online, tons of parents can get together. You can learn together, you can do social outings together. We can take back our kids. At no time did God say, give your kids to Babylon to raise. And so, Pastor Renee, when one of your family members came home with, uh, you know, talking points from the school, that was it for your family, right? Yeah, my five-year-old
5: granddaughter came home, and told us that the teacher told her that she could decide if she was a boy or a girl, and uh, we—I've already been fighting this since 2017. I was one of the uh, the only pastors in our area to actually call a town hall meeting to begin to educate people on SOGI 123, And I will tell you that very few people showed up. Yep. And still to this day, and we're having a hard time. And pastors rejected
2: this. Yes. They weren't standing. Right. And as we know in our nation, just hold that thought, we've got a problem with Our Christian brothers and sisters and our churches, in they're infusing this gender nonsense into Sunday school class. Be very aware of what is going on. How have we lost our churches? Eric Metaxas has written about this in the United States of America. It's happening probably worse here. And when you see that uh, pastors are unwilling to stand up for what is right, that God made man and woman, and when he was finished he said it is good there was no other sexes or genders or any kind of messing around with it at all we need to stand on the word boldly amen well i just don't understand how we expect a a nation to stand on truth when
5: pastors won't and i think it's a it's an issue that has to be addressed in the churches in the pulpits that there needs to be a cleansing of the pulpits a cleansing of the prophetic word there has to be a revival in the pulpit before it's ever going to happen in the nation there has to be reformation in the churches before it's ever going to happen in the nation and it's time that we stand up and take our rightful place and our place is behind truth it is not behind ideology that is constructed by a wayward demonically forced ideology it's time to be loud and proud with the truth to pay the price and it is time for pastors to begin to raise up disciples and to stop worrying about their fame it is we are not here to make friends we're here to make disciples we have a clear cut path An instruction that has been given us by God and it is time that we stand and we preach it regardless of what it costs us.
2: Because it's not worth our eternal salvation. We have a Goliath in the land and when David saw Goliath, if you look at that story, he did not hold back. He got his stones and then he ran towards Goliath. It is time that when you are in your workplaces, you begin saying, no, I don't buy none of that. And you know what, you might be afraid. How many of you know, you might lose your job for saying that you disagree with this gender nonsense in our country. We gotta start taking the bull by the horns, being honest, saying out loud, we do not accept this and we just don't agree with it. Take a bite of your sandwich at lunch and walk out of the room. You probably will get away with it, okay? And then the next day, just let them know, well, you know, you believe in the XX and the XY chromosomes. And yeah, I got my shirt on. That's when you say goodbye to your job. But anyways, I don't know. It's time to make a stand and make a stand out loud. We don't buy none of this nonsense. None of it's real, it's a deception. Amen. What about you, Catherine?
0: Well, I want to say to all of the people out there that sometimes you sit in the audience and you see these amazing men and women stand here the doctors who've stood for truth, the pastors who have stood for truth, who've been arrested, who've been convicted, and you think, what can I do? And I want to tell you, you can do a lot. Dr. Lance Wall now said to you, you hear, and that's the first step. Everybody has something they can do. And I know you probably know the Bible verse, Luke twelve forty-eight: To whom much is given, much is required, and to whom men has committed, more will be asked of him. The reason I'm sitting here amongst these amazing women is because I carry a burden that because I know what I know, the Lord has opened those eyes to me. I have to do something. I have to. I cannot go to sleep if I don't do anything. So what is it you can do? There's so many things. You can go to our mamabears.ca website and give you ideas. You can sign petitions. I know many of you do this. You can go to the libraries, what are the books? There's a list of books that we don't want our kids to see. You can stand in, you can go to the marches, you can join school boards, attend the school board meetings. You can can purchase, use your money to purchase intelligently. Think what happened at Target. Think what happened with Bud Light. Women, we spend 80% of the money. We need to spend it wisely. We close down those companies that back our kids being indoctrinated. Their kids being mutilized, sterilized, mutilated, sterilized and indoctrinated, and our money can change the way they spend. If you see a company, yes, if you see a company advertising the transgender system, you say, no longer will I purchase from that company. I'm done, even if it's your favorite brand. I just wanna say we can all do something, Laura Lynn, That's yes. why I'm here.
2: Amen. And you know, this is the false narrative that's being put forward that somehow we're the bullies. No, let me tell you something. When Uh, we have had people on our show that have detransitioned, and do you know who they are rejected by? The LGBTQ community, and shame on them, because they only love people, they only accept people, they're only kind to people who are buying into their narrative. If somebody removes their breasts or has their penis altered into a makeshift vagina or vice versa, and, and they realize they've made the mistake of their lives, when they go public with that, they are rejected by the very group that that swooned them into it and this is this is a travesty in our nation that more and more kids are becoming confused back in the day we didn't have transgenders in all the schools now we've got four or five and they're transitioning and they're being elevated this is a lie and a deception and i'll never forget i was with josh alexander and josh will be speaking today thank god for young men young men (laughs) Nathaniel Pavlosky, Josh Alexander standing up for young girls' private spaces. And I'll never forget, you know, being at a, a little, um, you know, it was a gathering of the colorful hair people. And uh, Josh and I were there, and they all came over. They saw us. We just stood there silently for about, like, three minutes, and then we were surrounded. And uh, this one girl, I, uh, she said, she said, yeah, and there's, like, you know, genders, and she started lift, listing off all the names. And I said, No, it's a deception. And I looked in her eyes and I saw for a moment that she was like, Is it a deception? Like there was confusion in her face because there's so many lies being told. We need to say to young people who are confused, God made you. Love yourself the way that God made you. What happened to that message? Remember when it was love who you are in the 80s or whatever? Now it's like love who you can be. If you cut things off and change yourself, it's a, a, a complete falsity and it's ruining our kids. And uh, I know, Marilyn, that like we've got some t shirts and stuff that's going to be on sale at the back at lunch. And we want you to become part of the Mama Bears. We're going to have a movement. We hope to be doing Mama Bears conferences and start going across the country to empower women and families because people are still afraid. How many of you have been, don't put your hand up, you've been in a situation where somebody's just propagating this transgender stuff and you just don't know what to say, how to say it, and you're too afraid to say anything back. We have lost our courage. We have an epidemic of cowardice going on in our nation and we cannot afford to allow that because it's affecting the next generation. Rise with courage or sink with cowardice.
5: You know, I just want every one of us to remember who our God is, that you are not in this alone, and you have got to get bold. You have got to be ready with an answer. You cannot shrink back in this hour. Your generations, your lineage that is coming behind you is depending on you right now. And one of the things that I would ask is that you go to your pastors and you ask your kids' ministers to be teaching. There needs to be, right now they should be teaching god's design for male and female they should be re they should be um coming against all of that socially constructed stuff and they should be teaching them that there are only two genders they should be celebrating and blessing their gender and ideology they should be binding up and rebuking demons they should be literally cleansing these kids spiritually because they are going out five days a week six days a week seven days a week being barraged by all of this. Do not be afraid. Remember that you are not in this alone, that the God of heaven's angel armies is behind you, and those angels are commissioned behind you. It's time that we start putting our faith in the unseen realm and understanding that when we stand for truth, God will stand behind you, and he will put all of the force, the forces of heaven behind you. Your voice matters. Have a response ready. Do not shrink back. Do not be silent. Silence is killing this nation. You've got to be speaking.
2: Get out loud. And we just stand with an incredible, courageous man and we can only call him CD because the, the judge ordered that if he were to refer to his daughter as her, that would be committing violence against her. A judge ordered him to be silent. A judge ordered that a 14-year-old girl could go on cross sex hormones. She now has a deep voice the rest of her life, whether she changes her mind or not, and ordered this man, this father to stand down. He did not stand down and he went to prison in order to fight for his daughter. And we need more men and women of courage like that. We honor C.D. today.
6: Something else that we want to do is we want to come up with strategies. So I was just speaking to a trustee that's actually sitting in the audience somewhere uh, just a few minutes ago and coming up with strategies of what we need to do. And uh, one thing she said was our Minister of Education uh, here in Ontario will not read emails. will only read uh, handwritten or typewritten paper letters. So we have to come up with strategies of the way that we're going to attack this. We cannot sit back. We can't just do protests. We have to do action. And uh, this is uh, one thing that the Mama Bears are wanting to do is really get in and start planning some strategies of what we're going to do. Please, as um, Catherine said, go and join the Mama Bears and we can keep you informed. We want you to help us, bring us information. We need to all work together as one. We are now a team. Uh, the website is Mama Bears with a U. It's about you. Mama Bears.
5: You know, one thing that I think you should do, this might be a little extreme for you guys, but I'm very extreme and I believe in shock therapy. (laughs) I think that, uh, that you should go on YouTube and find very good graphic YouTube videos of sex reassignment surgery. And I think you need to have it ready on your phones and all of your friends, anybody who questions any of this, I think you need to send them the link and you need to say, this is what they are teaching your children is a good idea. Let them watch them remove all of the skin off of a forearm and try to create a penis that will never function properly. Let, I'm serious. I know that might be a little bold and some of you are like, I don't want to watch it. You have to watch it. I don't wanna watch it either, but it's what they are what they are grooming your grandchildren, your children and your grandchildren and your great-grandchildren toward. And I believe that truth is power. Obviously, it's the truth that sets us free. Well, there's nothing more, you can't get those images out of your head and people need to see it. They need to see the graphic material because this is what they are putting your children in front of and what they're grooming them to actually participate in. I I, I, like sometimes I'm this close from showing it at my own church. I'm like, listen, this, here's our sermon for today. But uh, the good, the good thing is, is that I have a church of standards. I have a church of tons of people. They know they're fully aware. We need to awaken the masses. And sometimes it takes shock therapy. This being nice, passive Christian Canadians is, has not worked. Okay. It has not worked Pat. There's no place for passivity in the kingdom of God. There's no place for it. You got to stop being polite. Stop being polite. Get righteous
2: and preach righteousness. Amen. Amen. And I, I believe that this era is going to, as we look back, like generations to come, will look at this as the most hideous and demonically inspired generation, uh, maybe of, of all of our history, where they can literally begin, uh, you know, giving cross sex hormones and doing these things. And if you do look at these videos, understand that that there's no celebration. I once had a, a mother, uh, she looked at me, she said, yes, my child is transgender. And she was so happy. And I said, Um, that must be very difficult because they will never have a sex life. And she said, what? And I began to explain to her, well, after you start changing all the sex hormones and then that leads to gender-affirming surgery, and we learned this well from a fellow that I, he was a transsexual, and I actually spoke with him because he was willing to out that it was a, a mental health condition and it was removed from the DSM, you know? And that's when it became a billable, billable, um, impediment for doctors. When it became a doctor's right to make money off of this issue, that's when everything changed. Lifelong pharmaceutical uh, patients and also all of these operations that are so expensive. And so um, uh, when when, uh, I said to this, to the mom, she actually started to get tears in her eyes, and I said, "That's it. Without knowledge, the people perish. If she got some knowledge, she would understand. This is not exciting. That someone has coerced your child into a completely deceptive life, where where sexuality will never be possible for them. Um, if you've all heard of that um, that show that was on, um, what about jazz? Have you heard about uh, yeah, that yeah, young I precious?" Uh, man who wanted to be a woman and went through it all and it became a reality series and by the time he was 17 or 18 uh, they didn't have enough uh, skin to to make what he was wanting you know in the areas and he had never uh, had a crush because he had no sexual feelings at 17 or 18. It destroyed this young guy and putting him into a suicidality classification. This is exactly what's going on.
0: I just want to speak to the papa bears. Are there papa bears in the room? Can I hear the papa bears? Okay, I want to tell you that papa bears, you're not off the hook, okay. You look at the women up here and the mama bears and we're all very happily married to amazing men who lead our homes. And I want to tell you, we're not taking the place of the men, we are standing up because women, we we get away with things which men who have been, tried to be emasculated in Canada, cannot get away with. When we stand up on Parliament Hill, when we stand up on Parliament Hill, we can get into places that the men can't always get into because of the day and age we're living in. We're not gonna play the blame game, but I wanna say we do not ignore the Papa Bears. We got t-shirts for you too, Papa Bears. So we want you to stand up as well, not literally, But now, we want you to stand up and say, we support you as much as you support the mama bears.
2: We love you. And another very, a very important thing to understand that's going on in our country is that anyone who lives a a very sexually risky uh, life can get all of this free medication. And sometimes it's the... The tune to $1,500 per month so that's coming out of our taxpayer dollars because somebody wants to live like a reprobate sexual deviant then we end up having to pay for it not only that I'll never forget so I was invited to the maximum men's prison to do a bible study and I was like super scared but anyways uh, it all turned out really well I had these guards and, and all of that and I shared my testimony and it was really amazing but in came this guy so he had makeup on and long hair and lipstick and all of that, and he wanted me to pray for him, and so I did. And then um, a couple years later, um, I started doing a regular weekly Bible study at the women's um, prison in Fraser Valley. And there was a guy came in, um, same guy with the makeup and all of that. And then he wanted prayer for the surgeries he had just had. And so that was a complicated moment, you know what I mean? Uh, but um, The thing was, it was explained that the government literally paid for him to get the surgeries while in jail, we paid for that. Come to find out later on, this guy uh, killed a child, that's why he's in jail, and had molested others, and now he was in the women's prison because he said he's a woman, and he's near some of the women in prison that actually had children, and they were so upset about it, but no one wanted to say anything, because of course it's not politically correct to go against this notion. Have we lost our ever-loving minds? We are paying for it. Let your MPs know, we don't wanna pay for no surgeries anymore. That is not what Canadians should be paying for in your tax dollars. You know, I
5: love how she talks about being uh, politically correct. I'm assuming most people in here are are Christian. Just so you know, we do not pander to politically correct as Christians. There is one government that we bow to. It's the KOG, the kingdom of God. And we have got to understand that we do not play the politically correct game. We have a king. We have a king that we bow to and we do not get up off of our faces and we say yes sir, And we do what it is that he tells us to do at the risk and the cost that it may cost us because he paid a greater cost than any of us will ever be expected to pay. And we owe him our allegiance. We owe him our alliance. We owe him our obedience. We owe him everything that we are and everything that we have. And it is the only reason we are living. It is the only reason we are breathing and we must not forget it. Amen. 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 Amen.
6: And one other thing, too, um, we stand under one flag in Canada, and that's the Canadian flag. And any other flag that flies in our schools or public buildings, we need to stand. The Canadian flag is inclusive of all. And that's what we have to all say, we stand under one flag, all other flags need to leave, except for the Canadian flag or the provincial flag, and that is, that is another thing that we are trying to stand on
2: amen and we actually have four or five christian flags if you want to fly a flag i already said to all of them if you're going to fly fly the uh, lgbtq flag above our parliament well you better fly uh you know a flag for our veterans you better fly a flag for our christians you better fly you might as well fly the, the muslim flag and the sikh flag if you're going to start You know, picking and choosing all of these, you know, a a different little group. We don't want that. We are under the Canadian flag. And I won't forget marching with Camille at the One Million uh, March, and he's leading the chant, you know, one God, one flag, one God, one flag. And I'm like, yeah, God of Abraham, right? He's like, yeah, God of Abraham. I'm like, okay, well, one God, one flag. So, uh, you know, we're having a good time. But you better not be putting crosswalks all over our country. We do not want those crosswalks. It scares Okay, so we don't want that and and we're not down with it and we need to make a huge stink I remember in Red Deer when I was running to you know um, To to put my name forward to run in a a political um, election that was going on there I said to all of them, all the Christians, I mean, I said, I see that they're beginning to put in red flags in one of the most Christian places in Canada, Red Deer, Alberta. You know what I mean? Like they don't wear earrings, okay? They're super Christian. They do not chew gum in church. They do not dance at weddings. That could lead to, you know, bowling and then you're going to hell, right? So Sorry, I got lost, this was how I was, I went to, yeah, it was my, my background, but we're totally released from that. For years I wondered, what do they do in a bowling alley? You know what I mean? Why are we not allowed to go? I finally rebelled, it was in my teens, I had to do it. I said, I'm going to that bowling alley. And I found out, they're bowling. So I did not impute that on my children. We were allowed to go to bowling alleys. But I forbade, not a lot. They're great kids though, thank God. Oh, it's lunch, yeah. Um, So do you wanna explain the the thing? Sure, if we just go through the next slides
0: quickly, Vinny. These are 12 strategic areas. I'm not gonna go into all of them. You can look at them on the website. There's places for all of us to make a difference. You heard the doctors this morning, places for them. Entertainment, that's a big thing. Technology, do you know what your kids are doing on their phones? Do you know who's sponsoring the technology? Do you know who's paying for the TV shows you allow your kids to watch on Netflix and on, on Amazon Prime? I'm telling you, these companies are huge and we can cut them off right at where it hurts the most. Okay, and then we just got some t-shirts we wanna show, Marilyn
2: super cute. Keep your paws off my cubs. That's great. And this is the dude one, Papa Bear. It has a big claw on the back. And a big claw on the back. Don't mess with a Papa yeah. Bear. And a Mama Bear t-shirt. These are awesome. It just it says don't you dare mess with a Mama Bear.
0: And we don't wanna forget our dearest and sweetest, Dr. Anne, who is at the moment in yes. Poland presenting. The, the world is loving Dr. Anne and the message she has. So I'm sure many of you know her. Her husband, her dearest husband, Bob, is at the table outside selling her books. Next slide, you'll see the books that are on sale. Vinnie, the next one. There we go. Those are the, 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 the books that, that he's selling for her. And she wants to invite you. What was the date she wanted to invite oh, everybody to? Uh, November 16th, I
2: think. 16th, yeah. At the Coptic Center. Yeah.
1: She's She'll presenting for, donation, donation. for donations
2: yeah. only. And she's amazing. She has taken such flack for her stand. And, you know, the medical, you know, nasty uh, Nazi people, past hearts here, we can say that word. The Nazis, right? Uh, But um, they've really gone after her, and she's just a true champion. We're sad she's not here, but she's uh, teaching people. So uh, anything more? Because we could...
6: They're throwing stones at her and eggs now when she goes to speak. So she's
2: getting it done, Yeah. And you know, they didn't want to tell me that we were going to be protested today, right? But I am so excited. I mean, I love it. If you are not getting protested, you are not making a difference. So we welcome all of it. Take pictures, you know, make sure it goes on video, goes viral, it's all absolutely wonderful.
1: Thank you so much. You know, my family is, is very interesting because 19 minutes my dad gave a speech for 19 minutes and they locked them in prison for 50 days. I gave a four-minute speech to the European Union Parliament and immediately I had a warrant out for my arrest. So there's there's something about speaking. I think if I spoke for longer, I would have just been buried under the prison, but maybe next time. So yeah, I, w- I was recently charged and detained for praying and reading the Bible outside of a Calgary public school library where there was an underage drag show taxpayer funded for, for zero to eight year olds. So obviously I have many issues with that, but I went there to vocally oppose this. And for my horrible crime, I was briefly detained and charged on two counts. Um, this is this is Canada today. This is Canada today. You cannot disagree with their version of the way life is supposed to be. So Uh, I do have good news, though. As of two weeks ago, my charges were dropped. So that's, even by Canadian, even by our Canadian standards, it's unconstitutional. So that says a lot. Um, we're, We're still fighting. We're continuing the fight. We're gonna take my case and move it on to another person who was charged so that this law will be overturned because we're not gonna allow them to pass unconstitutional laws. Mayors don't get to just pass laws however they want. There is a constitution. There is God's law above all else. And if it violates that law, we must break it, actually. We have an obligation to break it. So I deliberately break these laws and go to challenge them so that others are not subjugated to these laws. That's been my personal mission of late. So they they must be challenged or else these politicians think that they can get away with this. But more, more than that, they must be held accountable. So we're suing them. As a family, we're suing them all. We're going after everything that they have done. They must be afraid to touch us. They must think twice. Is it worth it? Is it worth to go after these people? Because it's going to be a fight. We're in this. I'm, I'll do it for 10 years if, if you want to do this. Let's go. So they must be afraid to touch us. If more people stood and fought, there isn't a system that's big enough to take us all on. There's no justice system big enough to take us all on. (laughs) It's said that 3% of the population is enough to start a revolution. And I mean peaceful revolution. It's said that it only takes 3% and that is enough to fight for your rights and to win your civil liberties. So we can do this. If we stopped worrying about what we have to lose, because if we go down this road, it won't matter anyways, you'll lose it regardless. It don't be a slave to whatever is holding you back, whether that's your career, your paycheck, your mortgage, your house, your car, school, family, spouse, friends, whatever's holding you back, let it go, because you'll lose it regardless. So that you can look at your kids and say, you did everything in your power to make their futures better. You know, my dad can look, you can call my dad a lot of names, but he did everything in his power to fight for Canada, to fight for the children of Canada. So, did, did you know, my dad told me something fascinating yesterday. Did you know that the National Socialist Party, the Nazi government in Germany in the early 1930s passed, 2,000 laws discriminating against Jews before the start of World War II. Small laws, small laws at first. Little Little ones here and there discriminating them little by little, and then finally, at the end of the 30s, big laws obviously segregating and then ultimately eradicating the Jews. But it started small, little by little. They allowed little laws to take place and to take hold in their country. And that's what I see in Canada today. The more I look at what Canada has become, the more I realize we have not merely stumbled. We have completely fallen. And that's what I told the European Union. That's what I told them. I said, Canada has fallen. We are morally depraved, godless, haters of children, haters of the elderly, haters of the poor and homeless, haters of the unborn, haters of addicts haters of goodness, haters of what is right, and ultimately haters of God. If you want to make Canada free again, prosperous again, rich again, you must make Canada moral again. You must bring righteousness back, go back to God's law. We made a covenant with God upon our inception in 1867. We promised to make God supreme, which means we acknowledge God's law first. The Ten Commandments, the Bible, prayer, in public spheres, in schools, Canada has taken it all out. We broke our covenant with God. Why would we be blessed after that? Why would God bless us for, for the thousands of children that are slaughtered a year? Why does Canada deserve to be blessed if we do not humble ourselves and realize that we are actually erroring? You want to fix this country? Bring God back and his standards back. E- Empires have fallen. And this is history, this is not my opinion. Empires have fallen as a result of sexual immorality alone and the erosion of civic virtues. The Roman Empire, Babylonian, Persian, all crumbled because of the decline of civic virtues and the erosion of morality. This is history. Think about it. When Rome focused on building something great and a strong family and strong men, they were the greatest empire of all time. And as soon as they got bored and comfortable and complacent, what started to happen? they went into their depravity, the sexual immorality, and from within, the empire crumbled. The values that built this country are under attack. Judeo-Christian values, the Ten Commandments, the Bible, prayer, the Bill of Rights, freedom, capitalism, the family unit, and strong men. Where are the men defending and standing guard, like our national anthem says, while an evil ideology permeates our country from within? I don't see anyone standing guard anymore. Just look at our military, my goodness. Remember, just because something is normalized, legal or illegal, does not make it moral. Slavery was legal, everything Nazi Germany did was legal, according to the government of the time. When injustice becomes law, resistance becomes duty. Thomas Jefferson. In times of tyranny and injustice, when the law oppresses the people, the outlaw takes his place in history. Young people are rising up, and you see many young people here today, because we've had enough of this constantly shoved down our throats, no matter where we go, and we can't even disagree anymore. The closer the collapse of an empire, the crazier its laws are. Marcus Cicero. The empire is collapsing. We are so comfortable and bored and apathetic as a people that our country eats itself from within. In Calgary, there's a a bylaw that two people were charged with two people were on the way to the million man march on a public transit and they were speaking privately to each other about the lgbt community how they disagree with it someone got offended on the train reported them and those two people were arrested they were actually arrested and charged because the city of calgary passed a bylaw that you can't offend someone on public transit yeah it's unbelievable but I actually welcome all the crazy laws. As counterintuitive as that sounds, but the more craziness and ridiculous laws, maybe the faster people will wake up and take action. How many laws that are intended to enslave you will you tolerate, 2,000? Because we know how that story ended. Understand history and start pushing back before it's too late. Enough with the polite, nice, docile, useless Canadian attitude. Fight and stand up for what is right. Dietrich Bonhoeffer once said, those who are still afraid of men have no fear of God. And those who have fear of God have ceased to be afraid of men. We must fear God, not man. And that's, that's I believe that's the story of my family. I believe that's the story of my dad, where we persevered against all odds, against the worst, the worst guns in the land, and we, we came out on top. Because we don't fear man, we fear God. So, a little bit sidetracked, but now with upcoming future elections, keep this in mind when they lie to you and try to manipulate you and gaslight you and tell you to choose the lesser of two evils. In chess, the white and black pieces are mortal enemies, but the people moving them are usually good friends. So remember that next election, just FYI. Let me finish with the most controversial and offensive statements that I can say, things I proclaim unashamedly. They remain true regardless of your feelings and opinions. And these are kind of what I believe are the main issues in our land that I wanna go over. Homosexuality is an abomination. Abortion is murder. There are two genders. Euthanasia, medical assistance in dying is eugenics. Drugs are poisoning us. COVID was a hoax, government is not God, science is not faith, the devil exists, evil is real, but that means good, ex- good exists. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Jesus is king, and we must go back to God as a nation or nothing will change. So thank you, thank you so much. Lastly, if, if you want to help out our family in our legal battles and suing the Canadian government for everything they've been doing to us, uh, we have a table backstage where we're selling some t-shirts, and, and we'll, we'll be putting all the funds to making them accountable because they don't get to do this to Canadians. Thank you. God bless.
2: You know, it's not easy to deliver the truth of what our sick world is doing. But for some of us, we feel that we have no choice.